Sacred Geometry and Smoke and Mirrored Imagery. It's Rhyme and Reason 883. Hey there, Tony here. I know it's not just me, but I say that America has gone from one end of the spectrum to the other when it comes to what's revered in this country. Now, I was born into a country that, while it was already very messed up, it still placed a a high value on Christian principles. It did. But now there's sacred places and sacred idols and sacred geometry, but no respect, really, for the sacred God. Oh, oh, those are fighting words, right? How dare I emphasize the and use the word God with a capital G, right? Because everyone should know by now that Your God is no better than someone else's, right? Hmm, I wonder if we can use some sacred geometry to test that. Well, here's a quote I found from something I read on a a New Age website. Uh, Sacred geometry, this is what they said, sacred geometry is made of different symbols considered to be the basis of all matter in the universe across various religions and cultures. Now, When they wrote the word universe, oh, that was the end of the quote, by the way. When they wrote the word universe in that um, quote, they used a capital U. Yeah, sure, that's okay, because it seems to include all there is, right? So no one needs to feel left out. The universe, it's all there is, and we are all part of all. And while I don't want anyone to be left out, I also don't want to deny anyone the freedom to be left out if that's what they prefer. Yeah, even exclusion should be included. Sounds weird, right? But what's actually weird is to believe sacred geometry is sacred, or that symbols and numbers can somehow hold power. Now, I'm sure you know I'm not making this up. Here's another clip from that same article that I read. And it talks about the power in the triangle. Now, this is interesting to me. They, they, this is the quote. Here it is. They said, the first shape that can be formed from more than one line, the triangle, is a representation of three, the number of sacred creation. And in ancient Nordic cultures and countless across the world, the number three is said to hold powerful mystical properties, symbolizing harmony and balance. They can represent the mother, father, and child, mind, body, and spirit, and pointing upwards is indicative of rising consciousness. A downward-pointing triangle relates to the divine feminine. They use capital D and capital F. The pyramids are famous physical 3D examples of this structure, composed of four triangles and a square base, a tetrahedron. Hmm, that's the end of the quote. Basically, all such nonsense is based on anything and everything to contradict the God of the Bible. Yes. And notice how the triangle pointing up is focused on your consciousness. And the downward pointing triangle relates to the divine feminine. One is you focused. The other is opposite of the masculine God. I also read about this sacred geometry and its forms. Um, They had another quote that said, These are the only five regular polyhedra, that is, the only five solids made from the same equilateral 
equiangular polygons. To the Greeks, these solids symbolized fire, earth, air, spirit, or ether, and water, respectively. End of the quote. FYI, ether and spirit are not synonymous. I'm sure they're not talking about ether where sodium is dissolved in ethereal solutions of aromatic ketones, but even their ethereal intentions can't equate ether to spirit, because spirit extends to us from the spirit, the source of life, the one who spoke the universe into existence, God, with a capital G. And without him, with a capital H, there wouldn't be sacred geometry, or ecclesiastical trigonometry, or mystical arithmetic, for that matter. And here's the thing. Placing the word sacred in front of something doesn't make it sacred. In fact, it almost always leans the opposite direction. And it always takes the focus away from what and who is sacred. I'm sure that's the intention. Whether New Age people would ever admit that or not, I'm sure that's their intention, to take the focus away from who is sacred. And here's one of the multitude of things I love about the God of creation. He didn't create you and me to be robots who could do nothing but love him. We're free to actually hate him. I don't recommend that, but it is the number one choice by most of the people on the planet, even as the majority of them would likely claim they don't hate anyone. But when you fall for smoke and mirrors, uh, kind of shadow of truth and deny the truth, you're bound to recreate a world where nothing's sacred anymore. Take the truth and lock it up and throw away the key. Winds of change are blowing loud and dance with destiny. Blur the face of love and sex and say it's all. Just a choice and melt her soul away. Nothing sacred anymore. Can't we learn from mistakes when they cut to the core? Nothing sacred anymore. And should we be surprised since we've opened that dark window?
thank you for taking this somewhat philosophical and musical dive into what's sacred and what's not. As always, it's uh, an honor to have you here on the Rhyme and Reason podcast. Please tell all your friends. If you enjoy what you're hearing, tell your friends to come over and subscribe to the podcast. And it would be great if you leave a review. If you could do that over on whatever you listen to, you know, if it's most people listen on iTunes or Google um, Play, I think it is. Uh, but whatever whatever platform you use, if there's an opportunity to leave a review on it, that would be great. Or you could leave me a message at TonyFunderberg.com. And TonyFunderberg.com is the sponsor, as always, of the Rhyme and Reason podcast. And as always, remember, life has rhyme and reason because God made you. 